Professor Swaran Singh is Professor of Social and Community Psychiatry at the University of Warwick's Warwick Medical School. He has had an article published in a special edition of Prospect magazine looking at rethinking race and multiculturalism. In his article, Professor Singh argues that racism within psychiatry may not be responsible for the high numbers of ethnic minorities with mental illnesses. So, Professor, what are the current figures for ethnic minority patients with mental illnesses compared to white patients? Well, the best figures that we have are for serious mental disorders. These include disorders such as schizophrenia, manic psychosis and depressive psychosis. And we know that ethnic minorities have somewhere between twofold to eightfold increase in the incidence of these disorders, particularly schizophrenia and manic psychosis. Uh, incidence means the number of new cases per year. So for every one white person, you would get anywhere between two to eight ethnic minority people. The rate is particularly high for black Caribbean and black African groups, but it's high across all migrant groups, including, say, the Irish. For depressive psychosis, the rates are not very high. They are high, but not as high. And also, uh, there isn't such a stark difference within ethnic minority groups. So depressive psychosis is three or four times higher in all minority groups. In your article, you state this disparity in the figures is not due to racism in British psychiatry, but can instead be attributed to the ethnic minority group's backgrounds as migrants. Could you please explain what you mean by that? When it was first reported that ethnic minorities in the UK had much higher rates of serious mental illness, an obvious conclusion that people drew was that this might be due to psychiatrists unfamiliar with cultural norms of ethnic minorities were misdiagnosing mental illness in, in minorities. Now, this has been studied very carefully using tools that are culture-free, that is culture-neutral, and people have tried to get the data assessed, the clinical information assessed by clinicians not aware of the uh, ethnic background of the patient from whom the data is drawn, and also by using psychiatrists from, say, black background. And we are fairly certain now that this is a genuine excess of illness. This is not because of misdiagnosis or cultural insensitivity or the cultural distance between a patient and the psychiatrist. Uh, it is also worth saying that the first ever report of high rates of serious mental illness in minorities was from Minnesota in America when a Norwegian psychiatrist in the 30s discovered that rates of mental illness were higher in Norwegian migrants than white American who had lived there for longer. And since then, wherever studies have been done on migrants, it has been found that they have higher rates of serious mental illness than the host population. And the excess applies to, say, within Scandinavian countries, Danes who go to Norway, for instance, and so it appears to be an excess which is related to migration and the factors that operate post-migration. And ethnicity may not be the main determinant of this excess. Some people have viewed your opinion as quite controversial. Why do you think you are a unique voice on this subject? It is a contentious area. Race still plays a huge part in British society. We know that ethnic minorities and racial minorities are 
disadvantaged in many areas in society from housing to employment to educational status and so people have sometimes misunderstood what I have been saying. Uh, I have been saying that the excess in minority mental illness is not due to racism within psychiatry. It is not because of psychiatrists being culturally sensitive or racially prejudiced. Now this is not to say that racism may not be playing part in societal disadvantage. I am sure it does. Uh, but by assuming that I am saying racism does not exist, people have misunderstood what I've said and got quite cross about it, and, and understandably so, because racism still plays a part in our society. If I'm heard to be saying that it does not exist, that makes people angry, especially those who, who have a very strong interest in anti-racist policies. I wouldn't say that I'm a unique voice. I think I was the first one to stand up and say so, but that may be a reflection of how sensitive people have become about these issues. I could say it because I'm from an ethnic minority background myself, and a lot of my white colleagues who have also thought this for a long time were just not able to say it. The entire issue of Prospect magazine that this series is about is based on articles written by ethnic minorities who have started saying, look, racism may not be the sole explanation for all racial differences and we should move away from dividing communities solely on race basis and thinking of all differences as stemming from racism. So hopefully I won't be a unique voice in British psychiatry for very long. And what research has been undertaken in this area and what were the conclusions? It's a series of studies. I have mentioned the studies around the rates of developing mental illness, serious mental illness, which are higher in ethnic minorities, that we are fairly certain. My own work has been around the higher rates of detention under the Mental Health Act in ethnic minorities. And we have shown in a review that we completed in 2007, we have shown that there is an excess of detention for ethnic minorities, for both blacks and people of Asian background. But again, we found no convincing evidence that this was because of racism operating within the mental health system. People have looked at whether ethnic minorities are more likely to be over-medicated. There is no evidence of that. There has been concern that people from ethnic minorities may be given more ECT, electroconvulsive therapy. Again, the Department of Health data itself shows that that is not true. And a very interesting study done on user satisfaction in a survey of people who come to mental health services found that uh, black patients were not more likely to be dissatisfied with services. So all the accusations against psychiatry, that it misdiagnoses mental illnesses, it uses harsher treatment methods, it is more coercive for ethnic minorities, ethnic minorities end up being less satisfied. All of these questions have been empirically tested and there is no evidence that it is true. What we need to move away from is to think of racism as an explanation and look for other more important and, and much more profound socioeconomic differences for which race is a proxy. That is where the explanation for ethnic differences will emerge, not, not in racism per se. And finally, in your opinion, does racism still play a part in British psychiatry? Like I said before, race is certainly a major part in British society and in some ways what we were saying in the prospect series of articles was that the more we look at race, uh, the more important it seems to become. We have 
become oversensitized to race and we have racialized the debate far too much. In British psychiatry, there will certainly be individuals who hold racist views. Psychiatrists, mental health professionals, clinicians, and our patients are part of the society we live in. And I'm certain that some of us will have our own prejudices. However, in the key aspects of mental health care, in rates of serious mental illness, in the form of treatments that are given, in the way patients are treated, I have seen no evidence that psychiatry is racist. I have seen plenty of evidence that psychiatrists sometimes pay too much attention to race issues, often to the detriment of, of the patients themselves, sometimes paying too much attention on cultural factors may actually impede your clinical judgment. It may influence your clinical judgment in the wrong direction. Ultimately, we are all, or we all have the same anatomy, the same physiology. We have the same feelings of loss and trauma. We have the same responses, emotional responses to grief and suffering. And the commonality of human suffering is, is much bigger than the racial differences based on skin color. So I have not seen any evidence that racism in psychiatry is responsible for any differences in mental health treatment in British psychiatry.